ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Bruins Take. Veteran Paris joined by Chance Hausman on this wonderful Thursday afternoon at Cherry Creek High School. And Libby and Talia, two members of our CCSN class, are currently at Volleyball State down at the Coliseum. So we have a new member joining us on the Bruins Take uh, cast. Chloe Park is joining us this week. Chloe, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi, I'm Chloe Park. I'm a senior at Cherry Creek High School, and um, I'm happy to be here, Ben. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Nothing wrong with being a little mic shy. First episode, you have heard Chloe Park live as our main soccer commentator, crushing it recently with her sidekick, Molly Nicknish, who's distracting her at the moment, but this is a live studio audience, so here we are on Bruins Take. That was CCSN commenter will also be joining us. Uh, he'll pipe in few times only when needed but uh happy to be joined by those two you have seen chloe one other time when she joined us as our soccer insider but uh something we can kick the show right off of is um in the last few weeks cherry creek didn't have the easiest of times um in the playoffs for fall sports boys soccer played pine creek in the second round of the state soccer playoffs where they were upset and the day before uh, the field hockey team <laughs> lost to Regis in the uh, semifinal of the state field hockey championship. So right back-to-back -back nights, both of them lost in double overtime, which are two very hard losses to take as a fan. But who, support, who, who supports our sports teams the most here at Cherry Creek? Who's always at every single game no matter what? Cheer team. That were, that's right, the cheer team. And they had lots of success in the last week, in the last month. They won their regional, they won the Centennial League, and then they also won the Mile High Championship. So three very big wins for the cheer team, which really gave the entire school some momentum. They won, and really it's nice to see those people that support us to give them some success too. And we also want to give a very honorable mention to Cherry Creek Palms, who also took first place at the Mile High Championship last weekend. So lots of success for our spirit teams, which we really love to see because they always help the basketball team, the football team, the volleyball team get where they are. So I think now, as the student body, it's our turn to support them. Um, state volleyball, as we mentioned earlier, is currently going on right now. Cherry Creek's first round matchup began at... 12.30 this afternoon at the Coliseum. Uh, round one matchup against Fort Collins where Cherry Creek won the first set, lost the next two, and then entered a set four, which ended approximately uh, five minutes ago. And volleyball just not able to come away with that win. So after winning the first, after, uh, winning the first set, they lose the next three. So they're going to enter the loser side of the bracket because volleyball is a double elimination tournament. Uh, Chance and Chloe, and of course we uh, miss Libby today. How do you think that her and her teammates are going to be able to rebound from that first loss but not let it affect them as they move on to the loser's bracket? You know, I think they should see it as like not a like obviously not a horrible thing because one, it's double elimination. They have a second shot at it. But most of the sets were pretty close. I think was the biggest deficit within like seven points maybe or six. Something like that, yeah. Which is like obviously pretty good for, you know, playing to 25. So even though they did lose, it looks bad. Three to one, but they were close. It was like 25 20, 22 25 for two of the sets, which is a pretty close margin. Um, so I wouldn't take that as a as the worst thing in the world because now they get to go and play a team that also lost in the first round, so it should be an easier opponent for them. 
And Chloe, you with the competitive basketball background who had lots of tournaments like that, what's it like uh, not starting a tournament the way that you probably want to, but not letting it affect the rest of your run? Well, it's always tough losing your first game. You know, you kind of get, like, your motivation goes down a little bit, but you can't let that affect you. And knowing that you have more games going forward, you just have to have more of a positive, like, you just have to have more positive reinforcements than, like, you know, turning to your team and getting mad at them for some reason. Like, it's just, you just have to keep your heads up when you are in that kind of situation. So State Volleyball will continue this tomorrow, Friday, and Saturday on to the weekend down at the Coliseum. We'll be updating you on all of our social media platforms on how the volleyball girls are doing. Um, but the other playoffs that will be continuing this weekend will, of course, be football. Cherry Creek had their first round bye last week, and they awaited the winner of the Thunder Ridge-Lakewood game. Thunder Ridge being the 16th seed, Lakewood being the 17th seed. So Thunder Ridge was able to come away with the win. It was 17-6 to last weekend. So after the first round by, Cherry Creek will have Thunder Ridge tomorrow night live on the Cherry Creek Sports Network through the NFHS Network. Thunder Ridge, 16th ranked team in the state. Um, I think the highest ranked team that Cherry Creek played this year might have been somewhere around 6 or 7, probably the Grandview game. And that game ended up winning by about 30 so what do you think we can expect out of this Thunder Ridge team after getting the 11-point victory over Lakewood? How do you think they're going to try to come into this game against the top-ranked team in the state? Um, well, obviously, you know, after the great regular season that they had, they're probably going to come in just a tad bit cocky because they, they obviously believe they're going to win this game, and everyone does. No one's doubting them to lose that game. But my one thing that I'd say to them is don't – I mean, it can happen to anyone, as we saw. If you saw the Evansville play Kentucky in college basketball, Evansville beat the number one team – after being, like, the 25-point deficit, like, to lose that game, um, they beat Kentucky by three, which was, like, the first time they ever won a game. So, like, it happens to the best of everyone. The one seed can lose whenever. And I would say that – or not the – whatever. They, I would say don't go into the game knowing that you're going to win and play how you play and don't, like, play down to the competition, so to say, because they need to keep their momentum and they need to keep checking through the playoffs to ultimately reach that goal of winning the state championship. And, Chloe, we say this a lot in high school sports, and we saw it lots of time last year. Games I can remember is, like, uh, when lacrosse played Regis, of course, the girls' basketball state championship. No lead is ever safe in high school sports. Uh, how do you think you could add on to that? Just no lead is ever safe and just having to try your hardest the whole game. Yeah, well, even it happened to the boys' soccer team. You know, they were the number two ranked team, and they were, you know, disappointed by the number 18 team and I just think when you're going into any type of playoff games these teams are there for a reason like because they're good and so no matter what you always have to come in thinking that it's like zero zero everything's just starting yeah. fresh everyone's trying to win that game mm -hmm. it's not like Thunder Ridge is going to go in knowing that they're going to lose that game they're obviously going to bring everything they've got knowing that it's it could possibly be their last game of the season yeah. and there's always seniors on that team who this could be the end of their career and so you always have that factor of heart desire that's mm -hmm. going to you can't measure it, and it's not going to show up on paper. Including a uh, past Cherry Creek player, Sam Kane, will be playing for Thunder Ridge this weekend, which is a big deal for most of them because they grew up playing football with him, and it's kind of a cool thing for them to play in the first round of playoffs. So Yeah, and he was a big part of our defense yeah, last exactly. year. Yeah, so, exactly. He's a great player. If that doesn't add another thing to Creek, then... That really is the beauty of sports, especially high school sports, is competing against your, your peers and really all that heart that you don't always see in professional sports. Uh, moving right along, uh, signing day, early signing day took place yesterday. Lots of Cherry Creek 
athletics uh, athletes signed. Uh, probably the most notable will be two girls basketball players, Deanna Van Guytenbeek and Callie Clark, signing to Stanford and Colorado State University for basketball, respectively. Um, but lots more to come. Signing day, because there's four or five signing days, signing day is always a very special atmosphere at Cherry Creek, and I think that um, anyone who was in the gym yesterday for signing day experienced that, and it's just great to see uh, really these athletes – and your friends getting to live out their dreams because, really, for anyone who steps onto the field or court in a high school setting, really any setting at all, it's that goal is always to get to that next level. The other cool piece about it that I think is neat to watch is how everybody celebrates their friends' success. And mm-hmm. obviously, there's free cupcakes and treats to go along with it, but it's fun to be in that gym and watch how everybody kind of celebrates their own friends' success. It's really a selfless experience. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a cool thing that doesn't just happen at Cherry Creek, but obviously the size of our high school, we get a lot more athletes that commit to play at the next level and that many more people get to celebrate in that moment. So it's yeah. neat. It's cool to see, uh, like, let's, let's, like when Jana was taking her photo, almost half of the girls' basketball team went and took the photo with her, which, is, I mean, that's just pretty cool because that's, you know, that's who got her to that point that she was at today. So it's really cool that she's, you know, obviously we don't expect it from her, but she's like, you know, she knows how, like, what happened and what they did for her, and that she's like really respecting them for that. So I think that's also really cool. And then our last segment today, it's kind of like a Laurel Yanny situation, the the dress situation. Uh, sun or Monday Night Football, uh, the Seahawks and the 49ers, That game ended overtime. The Seahawks won, but the controversy of that game will be the beginning of overtime of the coin toss, where Geno Smith. The ref said he called heads. When I saw the video, it sounded like he said tails. Chance, I'll start off with you. What's your opinion on what Geno Smith said on Monday night? We're going to flip a silver dollar. That's the head. That's the tail. Seattle, what's your call? Your call is heads. Geno Smith makes the call. It is a head. You want the toss? You want the ball? Which way you want Um. Well, first I'll talk about that game was crazy. That's one of the craziest Monday Night Football games I've ever seen. It was awesome. Um. I was sitting there. I got there like... I got home from basketball about like halfway through the fourth quarter, but it was back and forth the entire time. Field goals of a kicker who was really questionable for the um, who was 49ers. 49ers rookie, the rookie who they just signed because their veteran got hurt. Yep. And then the Seahawks had a kicker who was doing really good the previous year, but was only like three and eight this past year. So it was like I remember I was watching the fourth down play where they could have either kicked it or gone for it. It was like fourth and one, and they were gonna bring Russell out because they didn't have the trust in the kicker. But it was pretty cool because they put him out there. And they had Pete Carroll put his trust in the kicker to sink that, which obviously gave him a lot more confidence after a rough season. So, I mean, it was cool to watch that game. But um, And you had Creek alum, yeah. Kyle Shanahan, taking the L, but he's having a great season in the first team. Yeah. The only team undefeated at this point, and it was sad. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, I was watching that coin toss, and it really sounded like he said he said tails. Um, and then when, I, when the rest said heads and that they won, uh, they showed the close-up of uh, Gino running back into the – thing like smiling and laughing and then Pete Carroll was laughing as if they said something that but you know whose fault it was it's Richard Sherman's fault he was right there he heard it he's not a soft-spoken guy so if he heard tales he should have said something yeah Claudia have an opinion on it my question is why can't they just redo the coin toss fair point well there was no controversy during it I mean that's also why you said Richard Sherman should have like heard it but again he's playing his first overtime against his old team and he was in the zone thinking that he needed to win this game so he wasn't really thinking about that yeah but also when when a game gets ends at the end of overtime you can't you can't complain about 
a coin toss that was at the beginning of the game because if that coin toss, you got to say, okay, like the Seahawks go win the coin toss and score a touchdown on their first drive. That's a whole different story. But since that game, they traded possessions. I think that really it's nothing to worry about. NFL officiating this year has been questionable, but that will do it here for Bruins take at the Cherry Creek Sports Network. Chloe Barkin, Chance Hausman, and of course Matt Weiss. Thank you guys for joining me this week. We'll see you next week, and we'll see you tomorrow night for foot for round two of the Chasa playoffs on the Cherry Creek Sports Network. Two weeks until Frozen Two. <laughs> <laughs>